Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Tailoring. Get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Because I can't do it anymore. No problem. I'm here for you guys. Okay. Looks like you folks said the courts are same with the procedure. It looks like the, the same ones you're the substance law. You're, the courts seem uh, almost kind of hesitant to do anything without a, without a, a thorough record. Your thoughts on how things went through? I, I thought, you know, things went very good. It was a great argument on both sides. I think the court asked a question that showed a, a breadth of attention and understanding to the case, and we'll have to see what the court does. Based on how much procedure and, and was discussed by the justices, are we going to get a final decision in the case at this stage? Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, obviously, there's a procedural point here because this is an appeal from a preliminary injunction. Uh, and the court focused on that. Uh, but we're hoping that the court deals with the, the question and affirms the, the trial court, which we feel is certainly correct. Are you pinning too much of this onto one? Oh, hold on. Who's asking? Good. Good. No, okay. No, I was going to say, are you pinning too much of this onto one segment of the Constitution? Are you trying to pin too much of this on A1S1? No, I think I think that this, this whole question following... Dobbs is whether states have some constitutional provision which protects the fundamental liberty interest, which uh, incorporates a woman's right to decide concerning procreative matters. And when we talk about a liberty interest, our Constitution has a specific provision which guarantees liberty. That's Article 1, Section 1. During the um, during oral arguments, I believe it was the Chief Justice, she was asking about if they rule that this is a constitutional right, then where does it end? Well, I think courts draw lines all the time. This court has already decided in, in the case that we alluded to, um, the Brizzy case, that if Article 1, Section 1 protected abortion, the Indiana law at that time was constitutional. And that sets a pretty clear line for the court. I don't think we're worried here about line drawing when we have a statute which prohibits virtually all abortions. Wherever the line is drawn, this statute is clearly on the other side of it. A winning bet to ask these five justices to use a living constitutional analysis? Well, <laughs> our Constitution is a living Constitution because we are living beings. We don't live in 1816, the time of the first Constitution. We don't live in 1851. We don't even live in 1984. We live today. And the whole idea of constitutional analysis is to apply what are the core, the essential parts of old documents to today's conditions. And that's exactly what we asked to do, and that's what the trial court did. How important is it for you, for the court, to decide the constitutionality issue rather than these, these other issues? Do you think it's important for the court to decide that now? I think the question before the court is whether or not this statute is constitutional. So I think that question has to be decided. Could the case be kept alive on Article 1, Section 23? issue? There is an Article 1, Section 23 claim, that is our constitutional provision, which is roughly analogous to equal protection, that is still in the lower court. But the overarching claim in this case is an Article 1, Section 1 claim, a liberty claim. Your standing argument, given that your clients aren't pregnant women, but rather are their physicians? Sure. 
Our standing argument is that standing focuses on injury, and there's certainly injury here to the plaintiffs. Secondly, this court recognizes a public standing doctrine for persons who are injured when there is a question of substantial public importance. And third, since for at least 50 years, almost 50 years, the U.S. Supreme Court and federal courts have recognized third-party standing, the ability of abortion providers to raise the interests of their clients, and that was implicitly recognized by this court in Brizzy. Procedural question. I apologize if you've answered this already. Are you strictly just asking the court to rule on the injunction? This would not be the underlying case? That's exactly right. This is an appeal from a preliminary injunction where the court found we had a probability of success on the merits of our claim. What do you guys do if you're not successful? Well, we'll have to evaluate whatever happens. Um, you know, as you all know, we have another case that's pending that dealing with this law being attacked under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and we'll have to see what the court does. But we are, we thought the trial court's decision was certainly correct, and we're hoping the Supreme Court agrees. Thank you. Thank you. So basically, Thank you. after the Supreme Court's decision, it's going to go back. It's going to go back no matter what. All right. Thank you so much. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.